live with our mom and dad and grandma and grandpa. And we are Living Multigen. Hello and welcome to Living Multigen. I'm Sarah Carter. And I am Tom Carter. And we live in a multi-generational household um, and we're Living Multigen. This is episode number nine and we are excited to be here with you today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, This obviously is early on being that we're in episode nine. Um, We started at the first of the year at 2020 here, and we are Gen Xers. Well, I just turned 42, my goodness. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've got our children and parents living with us under the same roof. Uh, Parents are 71 years old. Um, Baby boomers retired and were on a fixed budget, so they came to live here with us. Um, And, of course, we have three children preteen that we're also raising. So, it's a full household. We love it. We're enjoying it. It's been three years now. And uh, Living Multi-Gen was created so that we could share and help support others as, you know, as Gen Xers, uh, we're seeing and looking at a huge increase in our parents over the next few years, retiring and on a fixed income or needing additional care. And that's going to be coming from us as the children to those baby boomer parents um, so we just wanted to, you know, share our experience, mm-hmm. uh, also give support. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're, we're, we're happy to be here. Uh, today's topic, we, um, decided to go a little off of what, you know, typically we have something specific that relates back to, um, you know, the experiences that were going on in our household or with the experience of living multi-gen or having the baby boober parents and the changes that are happening in the household. But today, we just really want to focus on this last week. Um, today is March 8th. 8th yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually leaving on a trip here um, this week for business and leaving everyone at home. But we've had a lot going on this last few weeks in the media um, with this coronavirus, um, that's been talked about a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I'm getting ready to travel on a plane, have no idea what I'm in for tomorrow. Um, you know, we don't want to stop life, but we do want to be cautious. Tom is in public safety. He's a firefighter for a fairly large city department. And, you know, they are beginning to take more and more precautions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been kind of a rough week. We've had a number of things that have happened um, that really, you know, aren't, you know, they're impactful in the sense that there's just things that are part of our careers and life and and life in uh, this country and our culture. And so we just really want to talk about that a little bit. Tom uh, also had a, um, what was a tragic accident that he was called on through um, at work. And uh, so we've also been kind of dealing with that, too, I think, just processing emotions. So we're getting a little off here, but, you know, these are all things that I think are important and valid. And Mm -hmm. um, I think specifically when it comes to the coronavirus, you know, we have two 71-year-old individuals living in our home. Mm -hmm. My dad is a diabetic. Mm -hmm. He is severely overweight or, you know, heavily overweight. Mm -hmm. And he also has suffered from asthma throughout mm-hmm. his life. And so he has weak lungs. Mm-hmm. And, and we both have jobs where we're exposed. <clears throat> yeah, you're in the airport, you're traveling, you're shaking hands, you're making 
you know, contact with new people all the time, all over. And you go, I mean, that's what you do. You go. Yeah. And I go where sick people are at, you know, so it's like, you know, and we feel like, you know, you look at the demographic on uh, what this virus is affecting and what is, and who it's not affecting. And we got to think about our grandparents. I think if it was just us here, we'd be very concerned and also, um, um, you know, be very, you know, washing our hands and sanitizing everything and make sure we don't, but I think with, you know, with your parents here too, we're really thinking like, yeah, be extra, extra careful because they're, they're right in that. And like you said, with, uh, you know, health wise too, you know, it's. Well, and that's brings up another point is, I mean, we've got three children in the home Mm -hmm. and we know, you know, they tend to carry, you know, they're not the best at washing their hands all the time. Horrible. And uh, we just don't know. (laughs) Were you just getting on one of them? No, I wasn't getting on one of them. Uh, I went went to this morning and washed my hands and I went over to the towel Dry my hands off, and they're just brown stuff all over. Oh yeah, it's, it's dirt. No, it dirt not the, <laughs> that means someone true. went to the bathroom and just wiped their hands. Yeah, but the that's the thing you don't know. It was and brown. It's like, like, oh uh, yeah. Well, no, I did. The, I did this. I did the small test. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that, but it's like yeah. It's, Life of living in the country yeah. with three boys. Uh-huh. Um, it never. There's never a dull moment. But yeah, but in, in any case, I mean that's the great. Yeah, they could. They carry things around like no other. And while the coronavirus doesn't seem to be impacting from, you know, what we've read and what we've been told is it's not impacting the youngers, um, if at all, which is, you know, good news. I mean, you never know. You obviously want to take mm-hmm. the precautions, washing your hands. You, know, you don't know what it's going to turn into. I mean, like, this could be the start or it could be the end. Yeah. Know? We don't, yeah. Don't know, so, yeah. Yeah. At the end of, you know, you mean, like, as far as infection goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could yeah. evolve into something. Bigger. Or coming into spring, it could, you yeah. know, subside. Or, yeah. you know, it doesn't. We just don't know. There's so many unknowns. Yeah. And you just have to take the precautions, Absolutely. again, more so for our parents. But I was even reading um, something this morning that said, and I mentioned this to you, that um, our age range has also got a heightened mm-hmm. um, or escalated uh, number of deaths, which... Yeah. I find interesting that I wonder if there's like immune compromised situations with that, Absolutely. you know, how healthy yeah. are they? What kind of you know mm-hmm. foods do you eat? Mm-hmm. So I think those things all impact it. But again, you know, you got to take the proper precautions, but you need to go on with life as well. Um, so, you know, but uh, having that conversation the other day, actually with my parents, I don't think, I think it was the day that you were at work. I went downstairs and we were talking because my mom has a Broadway show tonight. Oh, yes. um, and my dad was gonna go going to go to a meet. He's going to a, a oh, Jeep, Jeep meeting. meeting. Right. And uh, so I just mentioned to her, I'm like, you know, you have to realize too that while it might not impact you, you could be bringing it to dad. Yeah. You guys really do need to be careful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want them to stop life, mm-hmm. but they do need to be cautious. And I even offered her a mask. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. We do have the N95. Is it N95 yeah, mask? N95 yeah. Mask, yeah. And so. I think that it would make sense. And I, and me, I'm going through the airport tomorrow. I'm, Absolutely. I'm wearing the mask. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing is too, is I think people are, you know, uh, you know, you're worried about your look of wearing a mask. I, I think, especially in Portland, especially going through an airport, like those are two cities or uh, two places. Where it'd be acceptable. It, is yeah. That where someone would look at you and not judge you, you know, <laughs> if you wore a mask in Portland, I think you'd be good on that. I mm. think well, they were showing a picture the other day. I saw something on the news where there was this guy in full out, like, what do they mm-hmm. call that, hazmat gear? Oh, really? Getting on the MAX train. It's yeah. like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I heard that too. One of my coworkers said on the BART down in San Francisco, same scenario. Yeah. Guy was fully decked out in black, like gloves, helmet, yeah. gas mask, you yeah. name it. Um, and obviously, I think that's, you know, a it's little extreme, but it's like, I don't think people are going to, they're just going to look at you like, okay, that's, I mean, that's, that's his it level. Is what yeah. it is, you know, it's, well, and again, I was talking to another gal um, who's in San Francisco, and that's another kind of heightened area. And uh, fortunately, she said that they, a lot of people had masks already because they've had dealt with those fires this last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so she said it's, it's yeah, it's becoming, you know, very, it's nor- normalized, um, yeah. I guess you could say. So in any case, um, again, back, you know, back to the parents, just want to make sure we're taking the proper precautions. We don't want to jeopardize their health. Um, I do worry if my dad was exposed to this, that it would be hard for him to pull through something like this. He just has a very compromised, always mm-hmm. has a respiratory system, suffers from asthma, is a diabetic, has a lot of weight on him. So these are the people we need to be watching out for. And, uh, you know, obviously the kids coming in and out from school, um, grateful they go to a very small school. So yeah. that it, that does limit their exposure and the children, are somewhat isolated too. We live in a rural community. I'm not saying we can't, you know, I'm sure we can definitely get it. We've got a lot of people in our community that travel because, yeah. you know, we live here because of quality of life for what we enjoy. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people actually do go and travel, um, to do flying or, or they're working in the city and then, mm-hmm. um, you know, commute. So, you know, there is always the risk of exposure. I think there's not much. And two, I was sick. I've been sick for the last two weeks. Well, and who knows? You know, I, I, I feel like our family has just internally been sick for like three months. More so than I've ever experienced, yeah. definitely. In fact, yeah, I think because we were bragging too much on how we don't get sick that much. <laughs> and then it just hit us. Yeah, hard, it yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And I can't get rid of it. I mean, my yeah. name, my nose, my sinuses still. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's definitely been a season for us mm-hmm. looking forward to spring. Mm-hmm. This is the other thing too, is we're actually in two and a half weeks supposed to be taking the kids to Mexico for spring break. It's been a long, it's been many years since I don't even know their last plane ride and, or, you know, tropical destination, so to speak. It's yeah, been a true. long time. Been for them, yeah. And mm-hmm. so we were just so excited and we have every intention of still going. This is not, um, we definitely will be wearing masks. It'll be interesting for conversation with the children. Mm -hmm. I just think, why not? I mean, what, why Mm -hmm. wouldn't we, um, I'm not going to stop life, but I'm definitely going to take, uh, Mm -hmm. precautions Mm -hmm. as much as possible. And, um, I don't know. I was actually talking, who was I talking to the other day? I was talking, Oh, talking to somebody. Oh, it was a doctor. We we're talking about, you know, obviously what's happening with airports and airlines and then the cruise ships, you know, so many cancellations. I was thinking about it. I was wondering if I could get us up to first class somehow for spring break. I, oh, yeah. like, I don't think we can get the family of five, but maybe you can yeah, leave the kids yeah, in the yeah, back. Yeah. yeah. All good. It's not, that's at. definitely not something that I typically would even think about. I don't, you know, yeah. I mean, first class is not, big of a deal but heck, never, if there's not to be anybody on a plane why not <laughs> yeah i've never never ridden first class so i've only done it once yeah, so yeah. no i'm not i have mm-hmm. never been there it's funny um especially too for traveling um but you know for my myself being in airports and traveling in airlines but i've never stuck to one airline because i go out of portland so i've not really accumulated a ton of points at each one i'm trying to now yeah. i'm trying to stick with one 
but it's hard because I value getting home faster more than I do my miles. <laughs> yeah. The whole, the whole family values that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, but anyways, so we've got a lot coming up a lot, a lot, I think of conversation and thought around what's going on in, in our country and around the world. And, um, we just, uh, you know, just want to be mindful, um, more so than anything is, you know, we feel like, I mean, I don't want our family to be exposed to this. I don't want to have to go through it. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound like a very good, fun mm-hmm. experience at all. I mean, being sick period doesn't, but I feel like if somebody was going to get it, it, I would rather, you know, and we could work through it. I don't yeah. want to stop life. Yeah. But we do need to be very cautious yeah, of our parents. Extremely, you know, what we were talking about this morning with your parents who, you know, mm-hmm. that just puts a um, very heightened level of, of uh, just like you said, just trying to take care of herself and stuff. Because it would be, yeah, that, that would be a good situation. And, you know, even, I mean, if anything, they're going to get extremely sick, you know, and we don't even want to go through that. So. Yeah, the great thing is, is, I mean, honestly, so uh, my parent, they don't, they don't go out and do things very often. They're not exposed to a ton of people. Mm -hmm. Today's situation where they're going to a Broadway show and a Jeep meeting is rare. I mean, they don't do these things that often. um, But I've also encouraged them, you know, to try to just refrain from doing too much, getting too much exposure. You feel like they're... um wrapped up in this too because i know your dad watches the news a lot and watches tv a lot do you think do you feel like he's wrapped up in this or is he's kind of like uh i don't think he's overreacting i think he thinks well when he's watching the news i think he thinks everybody's overreacting Mm -hmm. and i think it's good i mean the media i mean it has gotten a little i mean this idea of you know toilet paper being sold out Mm -hmm. hand sanitizer Mm -hmm. um I mean, I kind of get it. Like, I would love to get some hand sanitizer. I can't get my hands on it. So I've got other options that I'm utilizing. And because obviously I'm going to be traveling this week. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. Rice. I, you know, rice has been one that's been sold out as well. In fact, I was at a little uh, Indian food, grocery food store. And they had a pallet sitting there that had four bags on it. They said they'd just gotten it in that morning. And this was on Friday. So, you know, people all week had already been mm-hmm. stacking up and storing, you know, buying uh, and storing. And so, you know, I just don't know what to think of it all. I'm sure that many people are there with us at that point. I just, I don't want to stop life. I don't want it to impact everyone too extensively, but I want to take the proper precautions. I want to do the things that we can do that aren't going to stop life. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say with my parents, I think that, and I've, I've told them this is, I think they should definitely slow down that they need to, you know, stay. Yeah, take it a little more yeah. seriously. Yeah. 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 Um, because, was, yeah. I don't think, I don't think I've heard mom or dad mention coronavirus at all. No, we've talked about it a little bit. Okay. Um, I, I'm the one who kind of expressed my concerns. I don't think that they really were concerned mm-hmm. for themselves, but, and it's, it, but I, I wanted them to understand my dad. That's the thing that, that is a struggle in our, our home, especially my parents, my mom and dad, I don't think, you know, it's like us, you know, we're 40, I'm 42 years old, but I still feel like I should be like 18. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like, you know, the things that 42 year olds are dealing with. There's times when I'm like, I don't need to deal with this. This isn't, you know, this isn't my age. I'm not there yet. And I think that that happens with my parents too. Like they're 71 years old. 
But I don't know that they like in their heads yeah. have really consciously <clears throat> made point. that transition of like they are 71 yes. and they yeah. they are seven years from the average life expectancy yeah. and they are high risk for certain things. And I just don't think I think we tend to think we're invincible, yeah. that things don't apply to us. That somehow we are immune to the standard. Yeah. And so I was trying to get them to just understand. I mean, dad is a diabetic. Mm. Dad is, I mean, under the terms of obesity, he is. I mean, he's on the line mm -hmm. and he has weak lungs. I mean, he has been hospitalized in his younger years, severe asthma, mm -hmm. compromised respiratory system. He is the candidate mm -hmm. that they're talking about with someone who contracts this disease and not being able to make it. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of had to have that. My mom, I don't think she was even thinking that. And then I, I think when I was telling them, like, they were like, whoa, wait a second. You're right. You know, yeah. you're in the age demographic and you have all of the factors that they're saying, and mm -hmm. you know, are increased uh, death, um, death rates. So, you know, these are the tough conversations. And also we just want to make sure that they're careful. We, you know, we want them to be here for as long as we can have them. Yeah. I don't want to compromise their health. Yeah. Um, and also too, I mean, they're, they make their own decisions. Yes. Or I feel like, you know, if, if it's just us here, our family, we make our kids' decisions and we yes. say, no, you're not going to do this. Or we're going to we're going to go do this. Or we're going to take these precautions with uh, your parents downstairs. You just kind of give them a warning, you know, you or talk about adults. it. Yeah. They're going to do what they want to do. Like, okay. and, so. and that's it. But, you know, I, I mean, at least we've said... I mean, I don't know. It's weird because I started, I'm starting to feel like the parent of my parents at times. Yes. <laughs> That's another dynamic that is a little hard, not hard. It's just surreal. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the proper word for that is, but in any case, you know, we just want to have a little conversation here uh, today, keep it short and just, you know, open that dialogue. would love to hear back from you um, as well. If you have experiences mm -hmm. or anything to share listeners, um, anything you want to add before we sign off? Uh, no, not really. I mean, we've we covered, yeah, we covered a lot. And, and in fact, it'd be, it would actually, it would be nice, uh, just like Sarah said, to get some response on this too. You know, I mean, feedback is, yeah, yeah, yeah how, how you're handling it. If you've had conversations with your parents about it, um, what that looks like. And, mm -hmm. and like I said, uh, we would love that information as well. You know, yeah. maybe you guys are doing and something share it, yeah, share it with others as well. Doing. So yeah, great. All right. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today with Living Multi-Gen. Um, I'm Sarah Carter and this is Tom Carter and we are signing off. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Yep.